Hi, I'm Tiffany Roten, and this is Happy Young Adults, Episode 22. Learn to stop judging and start understanding other people. Welcome to Happy Young Adults. I'm Tiffany Roten, owner of Direct Your Life Coaching. I'm a huge fan of young adults, a mom of five, four of which are young adults, a lover of everything outdoors, and a certified life coach. I'm here to give you tools to feel better, to find more confidence, to feel less stress in your life, and to look to your future with confidence and excitement. Let me help you learn to become a happy young adult. Hi, everyone. How's it going? You know, are you guys looking for reasons to find joy in your life? Even in the worst of times and in terrible situations, we can always find something to be either grateful or joyful about. I'm just getting back from a trip with my husband and it was a vacation so that we could just get away and spend some time together. And it was awesome, I have to say. And I really thought about taking intentional time to find joy and to do things that bring you joy and, you know, something that you love. Maybe it's a way in which you can connect with others, but something to look forward to. I think it's really important that we do that and that we make sure that we're finding ways to enjoy life and not just, you know, live it and endure through the things that we're doing. So I've been thinking a lot about being a life coach and kind of reflecting on what I have learned through coaching and talking to people every day. One of the greatest things that I am finding that I've learned is how to have real true compassion and understanding for other people. You know, there are millions and millions of people all over the world, actually billions. And we all have a different way of looking at life and kind of perceiving things. We have different ways of handling struggles and challenges that come to us. And what I have learned is that all of us have struggles, whether we show them or not, which we oftentimes don't, especially on social media. And all of us have things in our past that create pain. And All of us really act certain ways based upon, you know, our environment and what we're thinking and how we're feeling about things. You know, we all have different beliefs and different ways of making sense of life and what is really the purpose of living and being here. But I really truly believe that after doing this for several years, that most people really are doing that the best they can with the environments that they've come from and from the experiences that they've had. One of the first things I learned as a life coach was how to be neutral about anything and everything that people told me. It didn't matter what it was. I could learn to be neutral about what people were telling me. And by being neutral and just trying to ask questions to understand their point of view and where they're coming from, It really has allowed me to understand so many people and why we do what we do. I don't know that I've always been that way. I think there have been times in my life when I have been pretty judgmental and looking at things pretty black and white and this is right and this is wrong and this is the way it's, you know, supposed to be done by everyone. You know, I've coached 
young adults who are college students, young adults who have chosen to go into the workforce, young adults who never even finished school. I've coached young adults who are single, some that are staring down the, you know, the road of marriage or people that just honestly never want to get married. I've coached people who have addictions to alcohol, drugs, pornography, addictions, even to food. I've come and I've coached people who have come through some of the most severe trials that I can imagine. And others who have come from really amazing pasts and environments. I've coached young adults who come from different sexual orientations and, you know, many different ways of choosing, you know, their identity and how they identify themselves. I've just coached a huge variety of different kinds of people in different religions, cultures, backgrounds, environments. And after doing that for several years, it's really broadened my horizon in ways that I can't even really describe. And I have so much love and compassion for so many different kinds of people. Because when you can drop the judgment of people and just sit and listen to where they're coming from and what they have to say, you can learn so much about people. And what I have found is that the more that they tell me, the more I just love them and I, can, I really can appreciate them for, for who they are and what they've experienced. So today, I just want to give you a few ideas that can help us if we struggle to judge people or we kind of lack compassion with different kinds of people and in the way they choose to view things so that we can learn how to find understanding, how to find love and compassion for everyone that we meet, not just those that we agree with or, you know, that do things the way we think they should. And that doesn't necessarily mean that in doing so, we always have to agree with everything that everybody does, but it allows us to see their point of view and to try and understand where they're coming from. So first of all, a great thought that I've really adopted in my life is that people really are doing the best they can. Now, I'm sure some of you could argue with me on that and come up with scenarios where you think people aren't. But I would say, generally speaking, most people really are doing the best that they can. I'll never forget a client that I had several years ago who had a drug problem, who basically used these drugs as kind of a way to escape the pain of their past. And I remember when they told me that the best thing that had ever happened in their life is when they had found acid. And they kind of explained to me and told me a little bit about it. And he was expecting me to judge him. He was expecting me to tell him it was wrong and it was bad and he shouldn't do drugs and that's so awful and that's so terrible. But I didn't. I just asked him a question and that was, tell me about that. Tell me about acid. Tell me why you do it. Tell me what, how it makes you feel. And he was shocked. I mean, truly shocked that an adult wouldn't harp on him, but just try to listen to understand. And so he went on to tell me all the reasons why he loved to do acid. Now, I also knew quite a bit about this young man and his upbringing and where he'd come from. And I realized that the way for this young man to get out of pain was to take drugs that allowed him to numb himself so he didn't have to feel anything. Now, do I agree with numbing or doing drugs? Of course, no. I don't, I don't think that's a good way to deal or handle with our emotions. 
But I did have compassion and understanding that this is the way that he had figured out how to not be in so much pain. He was trying to get, um, you know, a GED or a diploma from high school. He was trying to get a job and he was trying to move forward in his life. And so we worked on some of these beliefs that he had about his growing up and things that had happened in his life that were creating a lot of pain for him. And, and I will say this wasn't an overnight success. You know, he didn't immediately stop taking drugs even. In fact, it's very possible he still takes drugs, but he does take them less than he used to when he's learning to find healthier ways to process through painful things in his life and how to work through those things. But do you see that if I would have from the very beginning judged him for taking drugs and told him it was wrong and bad, I wouldn't have been able to get inside his heart and his mind and understand where he was coming from and why he chose to do what he did. The thing is, is that we, we, we don't really realize is that judging someone is never a really good way to help them. If that's our, if that's our intention, if anything, it oftentimes pushes them away. You know, it's not my job to be the police that is constantly telling someone what is right and wrong. Um, but more just trying to understand points of view and where they're coming from and hopefully helping them. Of course, that's why I do what I do, helping them to find healthier ways to look at life so that they don't feel the need to do drugs, right? But it enabled me to come from this place of compassion and love. And that really was what I believe changes people and helps become people become something different. So again, first piece of advice is to believe that most people really are doing the best they know how. I really think this young man was doing the best that he could at the time in the circumstances that he was in and where he'd come from. The second piece of advice I would give is trying to walk in someone else's shoes, which generally will create a little more compassion for people. So when I first started coaching, I invited a young man that I knew to come over to my home who had just recently decided to come out and tell everyone he was gay. And I really wanted him to come over so that I could understand his point of view, where he was coming from. I was trying to gain some perspective and some understanding that not only would create some compassion and love for him, but for all those people who struggle or who feel like they are LGBTQ plus and beyond. And I hope I haven't left anyone out in that. I don't, I don't intend to, but I really wanted to become a better coach and be able to better understand. And so at the time I didn't really know a lot of people who, that were, you know, decently close to me that had a different sexual orientation. And so I really wanted to understand this. So I asked him to come over and I wanted him to describe to me and tell me about him and about his journey and where he'd come from and where he'd decided, you know, he was gay. I asked him what it was like to be in the school system, what it was like in his religion amongst his friends and his neighbors and his family, and what it was like to be gay and live among people who might not be or who don't agree with it. And I just wanted to understand all these things. So essentially what I was trying to do was to get in his shoes for a minute and walk with him and be able to see a perspective through walking in his shoes a little way and understanding how truly difficult it was for him 
to even come and admit to himself that he was gay and then risk all the rejection from so many people, risk being shunned by people. And yet in his heart, feeling like this was, you know, how he was, how he felt about himself. And, you know, I'll be honest, I was forever changed after that coaching session. While I am not gay and I choose a heterosexual lifestyle, by walking a little way in this young man's shoes, I was able to gain a compassion and love for them, for him, and an understanding for the challenges that this young man faces being in a homosexual relationship, for the hatred that people show him, for the shunning that he's received. And I truly can just love him as he is. So many of us want to fight against or try and tell people that they're wrong and they're bad. Well, tell me what good is done through doing that. In my opinion, all it does is create a lot of shame. It makes them feel even more ostracized than they already feel. And in many cases, that shame takes them to places like suicide and drugs and other harmful substances because they're not able to be loved and accepted for who they are and how they feel. So my second tip is when you don't understand the reason why someone is acting the way they do or choosing to live the way they live, try and find a way to talk to someone and ask them questions and put on their shoes for a minute and figure out where they're coming from. You know, this young man at the end of our session expressed a lot of gratitude for me for just being willing to listen to him and to love him where he is in his life. Whether I agree with his lifestyle or not, I'm just willing to accept him right where he is and love him and see his point of view. And we have such a great friendship to this day. I think of that experience in such a fond way. And he knows that he's always welcome in my home and that I will always be his friend. And I think that's really important. So the third and final piece of advice that I would give is recognizing that we don't always have to be right and we don't always have to have our way is the only way to do life. I see so many people fighting against each other, trying to prove the, uh, the other wrong, that their way is the right way and the only way, and that we should listen to them as if they're the expert in everything and on, in all human conditions. Why do we need other people to believe the same way we do? Why do we feel like we need to be right and prove them wrong? I have really seen this like never before when we experienced this wonderful pandemic of which we've been a part of for a couple of years now. I've watched so many people try and go out and defend and either scare people to their side or prove to them you know, because they've seen something on the internet and so they're right and we're wrong. And I've just seen so much contention and so much hatred and so little unity in our communities and in our nation. Why do we all have to believe the same way? Why do we feel the need to go out and prove to everyone else that we're right and they're wrong? What is that really even about? Like, are we somehow trying to make ourselves feel better and justify ourselves? I'm not sure. I've thought about it a little bit. I've learned early on um, a few things, and I learned this through the pandemic, that number one, I just decided for me personally that I was, you know, I made up my mind 
when this pandemic started that I refused to live in fear. You know, some people really go out and are kind of fear-based and they thrive on fear and the worry and the stress. And, and we've seen this, you know, I, I finally got to a point that I couldn't even watch the news because their perspective was one way and was trying to kind of show everyone a certain point of view and kind of fear tactics of how devastating and how many people have died and how many people have contracted and all of these things. And that was their point of view. And I, and they can have that point of view. I'm not saying it's wrong or right, but for me, it made me feel kind of upset and worried. And so I just made my own choice to kind of stop watching so much news because for me, it didn't help me to feel the peace that I wanted to have. It made me feel fearful and I didn't want to feel fear. And so I, I didn't write the news and tell them how dumb they were and how stupid and, and how I don't like, you know, what they're saying. I just, for me, I just stopped watching. I just made that choice. And again, I'm not saying they're right and I'm wrong, but for me personally, that was my choice. And that's the way I perceived it. And I looked at it and I, how I dealt with the situation. And we're all trying to kind of figure this out because none of us really have ever come across this kind of thing in our lifetimes. And so we're all kind of trying to figure out how we believe and how we want to look at it. You know, I watched other people fight over whether we should wear masks or not, you know, not wear a mask. That was terrible. And, and I saw some bitter fights um, between people on both sides. But why do we have to have it our way? Like, what if it was okay for all of us just to choose to believe what we want to believe about masks? And if we wanted to wear a mask, then sure, go ahead and wear a mask. And you have that right and ability to feel that way about it. And those that didn't agree with the masks and didn't want to wear the mask and didn't believe what the experts, you know, quote, were saying about, you know, what was right. You know, we allow people the ability to choose what they want to. And of course, you know, there's that argument, well, we need to be kind to others. And if we're, you know, not wearing masks and whatever, but again, it was just us both sides trying to prove their point of view that it was right or wrong. And I'm not telling you what was right or wrong. Um, but it was interesting to watch everyone out there in the social media and news and other places all trying to prove each other wrong. And, you know, I'm not in any way in this podcast trying to create any anger or frustration or fighting in people. So don't write me emails trying to tell me why I'm right or I'm wrong, because I didn't even tell you what my point of view in that is all about any of that and what it really is. And you don't need to know that that's my choice, but that's the reality. We get to decide how we're going to look and feel about whatever it is. You know, the same went with vaccinations, you know, wow, people were so strong on both sides you know, some people were using fear as this tactic to get people to do certain things and others were anti-vaxxers who were using fear to do other things. And for me, I just wanted to figure out for myself based upon what I had read and studied and learned and then make my own decision based upon that. And it really is okay for me to feel and think the way I want to feel and think about this. And it's okay for others to think the way they want to think and feel about it too. It, it's not just black and white in one way. So I would just caution you on trying to push how you feel and think upon other people if you don't agree with them. 
All that does is create conflict and hatred towards each other in neighborhoods and communities and nations. And then we're just filled with contention and hatred towards each other. And really what good is that? And I'm not saying that we can't debate and we can't, you know, try to come to solutions. And sometimes we do that. Um, but when it comes from this place of trying to prove we're right and they're wrong, that's always going to come from a place of um, kind of contention and and trying to get the other person to think the way you think. You know, we can agree that we can disagree and respect each other for how we choose to think and feel. And the last thing that I just wanted to mention is that if we don't understand people or why they do what they do, find a way to have a conversation with them, you know, and, and just listen, just listen to their point of view. Don't interject your opinion at all or how you even feel or think. Just ask them questions and learn what you can about them and their point of view. My experience is is the more that you can learn and understand about a person, the more love and compassion you will naturally have for them. So when I was in college, I had this class and I don't even remember what the name of it was, but I had this very wise professor who throughout the entire semester invited all kinds of different people into our classroom to talk about them and their lives and their perspectives and their ideas and their thoughts. He brought in several different people of different ethnicities different religions, different backgrounds, different perspectives. And I remember being fascinated as I would listen to some of these people's stories and learning to kind of expand my mind a little bit and learn to see their point of view. I learned that people really do do the best that they can. I really believe that. I was able to put on their shoes for a moment in that hour class walk a little way in their shoes and understand where they were coming from and why they believed what they did. And I also realized that I didn't necessarily need to feel like my way to do life was the way that they needed to do their life. They were doing life the best they knew how, and so was I. So this semester class was probably one of the most beneficial classes I had in my whole college career. It was the beginning of me starting to understand people learning to have more compassion towards all different kinds of people. And it brought a love and a kindness that not only has blessed me since that graduation, but it's helped me to believe certain things that have helped me become a better life coach, because it really doesn't matter what a client comes to me and tells me. I've already chosen to love them. I already choose to find ways to understand them and find compassion and ask them questions so that I can understand where they're coming from and where their story begins. And what that does is it allows me to help them, not from this place of trying to tell them what to do or how they should live or what they should decide, but just showing them, you know, their thoughts and what those create and what then will become the results and their reality. And then I let them decide and choose how they want to do their own life. And I can love them and I can respect them for the choices that they're making, whether I agree with it or not. Can you even imagine what kind of a world this would be if we could all get to this point? If we just allowed people to be who they are without trying to change them, without thinking we're better than them or that our perspective is more correct than theirs. Now, I'm sure there's some of you out there who want to play devil's advocate and say, well, what, you want to allow murderers to be murderers and to do what they do? And of course, I'm not even kind of saying that, not at all. But I am 
encouraging us all to really learn to have more love and kindness for everyone and less judgment and less fear and less hatred. I think oftentimes we fear what we don't understand. And I think somebody famous probably said that. We fear things we don't understand. So let's learn to understand them. Then we don't need to fear. We don't need to be worried about things. You know, that really, my friends, is what our world needs. I really believe that. So I would love to hear any of your comments. You can email me at tiffany at directyourlifecoaching.com. That's my email. And I'd love to hear any comments you have um, about this particular topic. I'd also love to hear any experiences that you've had with this or thoughts on this. I would love that. I just want you to know that as a coach to all of you young adults, and sometimes I coach other people other than young adults, but anyone who's listening to this podcast, I just want you to know that I love you. That I don't even know probably who you are, but I really want to understand you. I want to help you. And I want to love you just as you are and find all the amazing things about you. That really is my hope for myself as I'm a coach. And really, it's my hope for the world. I hope that with more understanding will come more, more kindness, more love, more compassion for people. Well, friends, that's really all I have for today. I hope you have an amazing week. I'll talk to you later. See ya. Bye. Are you in need of a life coach? Everyone needs someone to talk to, someone who doesn't judge you, someone who is safe and listens to understand. What if that someone was me? If you want to find confidence and a new way to look at your life, come, let me help you. Go to directyourlifecoaching.com. But just a warning, you will never be the same again.